Welcome to the podcast. In this episode, we're going to explore goals, but not just those traditional goal-setting exercises. We've all done that since primary school. The SMART goals, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. Sure, these are great, and they're a foundation for building goals. However, if you've known about goal-setting for some time, you've no doubt set goals. And when you set goals, that gives you amazing feedback. And that's going to be the purpose of this episode. But let's begin by looking at why you fail with the goals. And the biggest number one factor is that the goals are just not exciting. A lot of people will put down goals like, I want to lose weight. But honestly, when they think about it, it doesn't really drive them. So there's two things that you can do. The first thing is to evaluate it and see if it's something that is really important, if it is something you do want to do. And if you know, well, it's really good for you, if you're in the right frame of mind, it would be amazing and everything else, then the next thing you have to do is to emphasize how good it would be. So of course, you run it through the smart filter. You make sure that you can measure that you've got a time-based way to assess it. But most importantly, you think about what it would look like. What are the optics? How would it look and feel when in three months time that you've lost 10% of your body fat? In a few months time, if you've packed on another five kilos on your bench press, whatever it is, you can see it, you can feel it, you can get into that situation. And once you're there, it becomes a goal that you actually care about. It's kind of like when you watch one of those movies and you just want to turn it off because you don't like the main character. They're irritating. So you just don't care about what happens to the person. And it's the same with goals. If you don't care about them, then you simply won't achieve them. So to break it down even further, if you're used to NLP, we utilize our submodalities. Or if you're not, it's just a fancy way of saying your five senses. So you really make sure that what you see involves seeing how great it would feel. Put yourself in the moment, in uptime, in the present, as if you've achieved the goals and see if it excites you. If it doesn't excite you, make it excite you. And if even from that standpoint, it doesn't excite you, well, maybe you should cross it off because it's probably not going to be that important to you. Think about the sounds, the people congratulating you, how good you feel, the mental talk that's in your head when you look at yourself and say, wow, I finally achieved this. Think about the kinesthetic or the feeling that you have inside you, that great feeling. Maybe you've got loads of energy because of the goal, whatever it is. And of course, the old chestnuts, what you can taste and smell. These ones are a little bit ambiguous, but there's always bits and pieces. For example, I knew a football player and they knew when they were on game day by the smell of freshly cut grass. And that played into their goal setting exercises as well. And in personal upgrade, we always upgrade it by flipping the script one more level. And the way to do that is by doing the very opposite. Make the negative aspect, make it feel really bad if you haven't achieved those goals in that time period. So sit down and think by midway through the year, say your goal was to get a promotion, say that you decided just to not work towards a promotion like you should have, and you're sitting there, you haven't got promoted, you're feeling terrible, life is exactly the same, you've stagnated, you haven't moved forward, and just really layer it on. Think about how you've let your family down, 
how you let yourself down, how you haven't fulfilled the potential and just feel how much pain is involved. Kind of like the Dickens pattern if you're used to NLP. And once you've got to this place, you'll be able to tie all those negative aspects into not achieving the goal, all the positive aspects to achieving the goal, and then you're ready for the next step. But before we look at the next step, just consider this. If you look at goals like geography, like goals would be the location you need to get to, and the roads on the map are the directions to get there. The goals are the end point. So we have to focus on the roads that take us there. And by focusing on these roads, we can work backwards through the streets and highways that got us to that location. And that specifically means for you that you have to work out what it would entail to achieve your goal. In the information age, as it is entitled, there is just so much information out there. So you can look at role models, people who have come before you and see what they did. And just like information studies, you can then extrapolate data, kind of like statistics using meter analysis or systematic reviews. You can garner all of the learnings from countless amounts of people to form your own plan. So if it's about weight loss, you can look at the top 10 people out there and see the results that they are getting and look at their advice. Look at the commonalities that they share, look at the commonalities that they share with you and then formulate your own plan. Now for me, it is all about having command over the week because seven days is long enough to make a massive change, but short enough that you don't get lost in the nebula that's just beyond the months ahead, those things that you don't really have that much control over. Some people have to own the day. For me, I don't find that particularly useful because my goals are so diverse that if I was to spend time on every single one of my goals every single day, I wouldn't have enough hours in the day. But by dedicating a week to my goals, I could dedicate so much time to fitness, so much time to education. You get the idea. So, so far, step one, make the goals really, really special to you, really meaningful, care about your goals, and then you will start to achieve them. Step two, realize the path that takes people to those goals and start to find out how you can implement that in your life. And step three, try and do that on a basis where you can review it regularly and plan it regularly. We're looking at days, weeks, months, or even entire year and break down the steps, working backwards, deconstructing or reverse engineering until you've actually reached that goal. And the last step, this is something that I don't really hear people talk about all that often, is this. When somebody has had goals in the past, very rarely do they go back and reflect on what happened because there are a million circumstances which stop somebody from succeeding in their goals. And it doesn't just have to be a thing about apathy or laziness. Sometimes an emergency comes up. Sometimes people find something that's even more important to them. Sometimes people find that they've been chasing someone else's dream. Now we can all speculate on this and just think about it for a minute, but what would really pay you dividends is if you looked at your diary from last year or the year before, and just think about the goals that you had. Look at the ones you achieved. If they made you really happy and successful and boosted you up to this place where you are, 
they've elevated you to this spot, then they're amazing. Then take a second and look at the goals that you didn't achieve. Evaluate the reasons why and give it an objective, not subjective look at what went wrong and see, well, back then I had a crazy year. There was lots of family problems and it really got in the way or something else was more important. Or be honest, sometimes we're just lazy. Find out what that reason was and then look at your goals and really future pace. Think about in the future. If you have achieved those goals, will it be you that's really excited or just some projection of what you think you would like? Because to not achieve a goal is one thing, but to work really hard and to achieve a goal that you don't really care about is kind of heartbreaking because the fantastic side of goals is that it allows you to design your life. It allows you to elevate yourself to a position that is far superior from where you were in the past. If you do this correctly, then over 10 years, you can change yourself 1000%, not in a way that's creepy or weird, but elevate yourself to that higher level that you didn't even know was possible. As long as you consistently work on these goals in a way that is both authentic and with integrity. But the dark side that nobody really thinks about is this. Every time you say yes to a goal, you have to say no to something else. Let me repeat that. Every time you say yes to a goal, you have to say no to something else. Think about it. What is a goal you've achieved? Now, because I can't hear you, I'll give you an experience from my life. One of the goals that I always wanted to achieve when I was younger was to get a black belt when I started martial arts. I remember I would train at martial arts clubs and I'd see the black belts and I'd look at them with envy, with awe, with amazement and think, I would just love to have a black belt. But it was basically out of my reach because apart from having no talent, no athleticism and a hundred other factors, it just seemed something that was unobtainable. So I started in softer martial arts styles. I developed my strength and fitness. And many years later, not just the three years that most people attain their standard black belts, I remember being rewarded the black belt that I was after. And it felt amazing. And to go back through the journey, there was lots of goals written about different aspects, different belts, different fitness aspects, until I finally achieved that goal. But that's not the end of the story. Looking backwards, all the time that I spent committing to the martial arts took away time from hanging out with friends, being away from my wife, and other aspects. So when I thought to myself, was the juice worth the squeeze? Luckily, the answer was absolutely. It had massive benefits in terms of personal growth, psychology, confidence, friendships, achievements, and so much more. And as I speak to you many years after getting that black belt, I'm a proud holder of a fourth degree black belt in another martial arts discipline. None of this is designed to show off, but rather to show you that not only is anything possible, but the cost of something must be worth it. So it's really important to look back at your past goals, look at what you've achieved, how you feel about achieving it, look what you didn't achieve, look at what stopped you, and then only you can realize how to make the changes. So I hope this has been useful. Good luck with this, guys. I know that people are out there selling goal-setting courses for hundreds of dollars, but honestly, do this 
for yourself. You've got the basics. There's no generic one size fits all for this. So make sure that what you're chasing is something that you really want, not something that you should want. Make it compelling and make it happen. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If so, rate it from the place you downloaded it. For any questions, send an email to michaelpulser at gmail.com.